Hello, everyone, and welcome. We are Irenicast. I'm Jeff. I'm Bonnie. I'm Casey. And this is Rajiv. How the hell is everyone doing? It has been a while since we have been on the feed. It has been a much needed rest and transition for all of us over the past six to seven months. A lot has changed. Some good, some bad, some possibly exciting, still some things unknown. But we are here. We are back with regular episodes. You can count on us for the first and third Tuesday of every month going forward from this point until our next break, which if tradition repeats itself, will be in about five years. Um, <laughs> that seems to be how things are going. We're going to get this episode started. It's going to be a little informal. This this episode is for our Irena peeps, our, our listeners that have been here. You're looking at the feed and we're back and we just want to catch you up. We want to catch up with you, let you know how things have been going, let you know some of the changes that are coming your way. So without bearing the lead, I just want to start off by saying that you'll notice from the beginning that one voice is missing from this particular episode. Longtime co-host, founder, Alan O'Brien uh, is no longer going to be on the show for a variety of different le- reasons, but primarily just transition in life. Uh, Alan is moving in a new direction in his life and his career. 2020 changed a lot for all of us, a- including Alan. I-, I cannot express enough how much Alan has contributed to the show from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Without Alan's blog, without his perspective, the show would not be where it is today. Without Alan's just personality and who he is. Our co-hosts, Rajiv, Bonnie, and Casey would not be a part of the show. Uh, we would not be doing this work together. And we are so thankful for the contribution that Alan has made. And, and we're sad for our listeners who don't get to hear his voice anymore. You should be a little jealous of us because we still get to hang out with him, see him on a fairly regular basis, but we're just excited for what's next for Alan. And who knows, maybe he'll be back and and share some of his expertise as he moves forward in his career. Which is so exciting. And he's continuing to learn in a doctoral program. I'm sure our listeners are well aware that Alan loves to learn. He loves to read books. That's something that he and I share. We really bless him on this next phase of his journey and, uh, yeah, like Jeff said, live in gratitude for the legacy that we get to carry forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and like Jeff said, I'm, you know, I'm going to definitely miss Alan doing this sort of collaborative work, but I don't have to miss him a whole lot because we still are going to hang out. I've got like a couple of times on the calendar already scheduled with him. So still get my Alan fix from time to time. <laughs> Yeah, we we definitely send Alan in love and light, and we know that wherever he goes, he will offer that warm and compassionate mm-hmm. presence, right? He is a friend, a brother, and he will always be our boy, Alan. <laughs> that, That's right. <laughs> that is the perfect way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, again, words cannot express his contributions to the show and where it is now and uh, the, the, how those help us as we continue to move forward. And speaking of moving forward, that is what we plan on doing. Uh, like we said, we are back and we have already some episodes in the can. We have a new series planned starting with our next episode, the first Tuesday in August, and we are very excited about it. And we are really trying to move forward to that next level as a show with the greater work that we're doing as part of the show, including intersections and some courses and all kinds of things that we have in the hopper ready to come soon. So yeah, so let's start with what you can expect 
we've planned out the next six episodes. We usually don't plan out that far ahead, but we're going to be moving into a series on deconstruction and reconstruction. Um, Many of you that have been listening for a long time, you've heard those words. They've become buzzwords in so many different ways, but we really want to not put the final word in, like once we put these episodes out that everyone's going to know and all that kind of stuff. But in a way, it'll be the final word for Irenicast is that we want to kind of put this not definitive spin on, but we want to really address the whole journey of reconstruction and deconstruction. And in fact, we're calling it beyond the binary of reconstruction and or deconstruction and reconstruction. And we really want to explore that. And we're going to spend six episodes doing that. And we're very excited about some of the things that we have lined up. Yeah, I think that's it. I think the title says it all. I, I can imagine people when they hear the words deconstruction kind of roll their eyes and like, oh my God, really? <laughs> Not not more of this. And again, you know, as Jeff said, our, the title is beyond the binary of deconstruction and reconstruction. So we're we're trying to give it a a multidimensional look, look at it from a very open ended perspective rather than a final perspective. Because it is something. As much as we want to roll our eyes, <laughs> it is something that we do forever, mm-hmm. and um, we get we we're kind of looking forward to pulling in some some experts, looking at various approaches to this experience of this evolutionary experience of deconstruction, reconstruction. It's revolutionary, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a better word. That word I like better. Because I think as a podcast, we're moving more towards being a progressive Christian voice, which is on the reconstructive or constructive side of, you know, theology and religion and culture. And and so we're we're moving from Okay, deconstruction, reconstruction into what do we have to say? How do we fill these containers that we have all maybe grown up with or heard about in the larger landscape of Christianity and Christian talk? And we're going to move into that on the other side of the six episodes. So this is this is a trend. We're opening with a transition. How ironic cast of us, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I think what I'm really excited for is just the continued conversation around who we can be. Some of the things that we were getting at right before we took our hiatus was this idea of a God who's in process with us, that we are in process, God is in process, and who we might be together. And there is something profoundly beautiful about this process of deconstructing and reconstructing. And hopefully, although we are not the experts, we are people who might journey with you in your own process as we navigate and we find tools that we can offer along the way. Uh, and so I'm just excited to be with the team again, the fam, and excited to be with all of you who listen and hear from you about how how you are receiving what we have to share. Yeah, we're very excited about that, including not only the content of the show, but the things that we're going to be doing beyond the show itself. I know we've talked in the past about intersections. In fact, that was the catalyst for all of us coming together and moving forward with a five-person booth here, so to speak, in the the podcast. And we have some good intersections stuff planned. In fact, we have one coming up. Bonnie, I'm going to throw to our, our resident intersections director and uh, Bonnie's going to kind of lay out what what you can expect and what's available. So Bonnie, go ahead. Yeah, I would love to have folks join intersections, which Casey and Rajiv and I are leading. It will begin on August 18, Wednesday, August 18, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And it goes for six weeks every Wednesday night into September. 
And it's going to be, you know, an exploration of this deconstruct and reconstruction process. Many of us have come out of the tradition, come out of evangelical fundamentalism and realize we're still carrying a lot of baggage with us and we would like to do something about it. But it's where do you find where do you find your people to do that with to unpack that baggage and to hold space with you? That's what intersections is all about. So um, we're already more than halfway full. So if you're listening to this before August 18, try to register if you're interested. We would love to have you be part of that group. If it's already full, then we will put you on a waiting list and we will let you know more about it. And Jeff, how do people find out how to get the registration information? Right. We will put it in the show notes for this particular episode. And we encourage you to sign up. We're really going to try to put some more effort into our mailing, our email list uh, coming up as the show progresses. In fact, if you sign up for the email list, when our next episode comes out, we'll actually have a bonus interview for you uh, that you can also get if you sign up for the email list and it'll have all that information. And I will say just... For those of you that are listening that may not have uh, a church home or anything, when you see the stuff for intersections, it will be connected to the churches that Rajiv, Bonnie, and Casey are all pastors at right now, because it's it's something that they find that they're attracting the same people from the similar backgrounds to their churches, and this is a, a thing that they're providing, and we wanted to take an opportunity to open up to you. So another reason to sign up is that this round is free and uh, <laughs> take advantage of it while you can, because it's a pro- like a, a, a real program that we're developing to continue the work that we're doing with the show. You know, later it's it's not going to be free. So <laughs> this is a great opportunity to kind of um, get in on the ground floor of intersections and be a part of it. We have learned so much over uh, as well as many of you have learned so much on how to conduct ourselves in virtual settings. We really feel like. People's comfort is varying in terms of what they're willing to do in person and stuff like that. And uh, we think that the virtual option is still viable for a lot of those of you that are listening or, you know, to, to bridge that gap of distance to meet people. Because we know that a lot we hear from a lot of you that a lot of you live in areas where, you know, it's read through and through and finding one person, let alone a group of people that are like minded is <laughs> probably very difficult. So the information is in the show notes. It's irenicast.com slash 182. We'll have a section on our website as well. You can check that out and sign up for our email list. There'll be a link in the show notes. Or if you go to our webpage, as soon as you move your cursor away from the webpage, it'll prompt you to sign up for our email list, or you can just do it right there. And if there's any problems, email me directly, jeff at irenicast.com, and I'll fix it for you because I'm still, <laughs> there's still some shaky things with getting the website going. So if there's any technical glitches, let me know and I will I will hook you up on that. So yeah, intersections, your sales pitch. Give us the elevator pitch from your perspective on <laughs> how excited you are about this. I think the most important thing about this space is no matter how weird your upbringing was, there's going to be one or more per- people in the group that are like, totally get it, man. <laughs> I totally relate <laughs> where you're not having to explain that weird shit and people aren't freaking out by what you're telling them, but they're on the journey together. And that's, that's priceless. Yeah. I, I would agree with Rajiv that, you know, I mean, over and over again, what we've heard from people who have done intersections with us is I found my people, my people who I can process this with, who can walk with me to Mordor to drop the ring in the fire and be done with it forever. We're not saying that we're not promising that magic will happen in six weeks, but at least we can prepare you for the journey, right? We can equip you with some tools and allow you 
some friends, some, some people that you might become close to who, who understand where you're coming from. I think there's something really powerful about being seen uh, and being heard and being known in a space. And I, that's what we're willing to do is hold the container for you to be seen. I look forward to meeting you and hearing your st- story. Absolutely. And for those of you that are that are just finding the show, like I said at the top, this is informal. We just wanted to get our podcasting muscles stretched out, greet everyone again and all that kind of stuff. I, I realize that we said all the stuff on how you can do intersections, but uh, Bonnie, what is intersections? <laughs> <laughs> we should have started with that, but like kind of a brief synopsis so that people are thinking like, oh, this sounds kind of good, but what is it exactly? Yeah, well, I think we kind of talked about that. It's basically it's a it's a, a a meeting of people on Zoom who are transitioning out of evangelical fundamentalism, carrying a lot of baggage with them, carrying heartache, carrying grief, frustration, anger, rage, sense of betrayal. I mean, all the things. And it's a space where in small groups led by facilitators who have been doing this for a while, where people can get together and say whatever the hell they need to say, whatever's on their minds, and know that they'll be seen and heard and held in that community. So I guess that's that's what it is. And it's it's obviously limited, and it's a closed group once it starts. We'll be starting various cohorts throughout the year. But, you know, when you come, these are your people, and these, the, these are your journey partners for the six weeks. And because of the nature of the group and the things that are shared, we do keep it at six weeks and we yes. do try to close at a certain point so that the group doesn't get too large. So it still feels safe uh, for people that are involved in it. So we encourage you to be a part of that. And in the show notes at irenacast.com slash 182, I'll put a link to the episode where we first met Casey, Rajiv, and Bonnie, and you can hear all about the infancy and how uh, intersection started. If you if you found us during the, during the last six months, and this is kind of your first new episode since finding us. We, we want to make sure that we make that information available to you as we go through. Um, so uh, before we just kind of close out, it has been six months and it's been one hell of a six month period. <laughs> uh, we last left you around Christmas and then we had an insurrection and <laughs> a new president and uh, a vaccine and all kinds of stuff have happened over the last six months. And we're vain enough to think that you want to hear our opinions and thoughts over the last six months. And, um, you know, how things have changed so much. Uh, we didn't talk about it much during the last few episodes that we had throughout the year because we were, we had recorded ahead of time, but the pandemic mm-hmm. threw us all for a loop in a lot of different ways. It brought a lot of perspective and change. Our episodes moving forward will be all of us together in the same room for the most part, because I have made the move. I finally joined the rest of the group <laughs> up in the Northern California area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so good things happening, but also a lot of weird things have happened in the world and what the, what does that mean for progressive Christianity and how that works? So we're just going to kind of do a, what is it called? Uh, where you go around around Robin. Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Sure. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to age myself. That's a tournament. Yeah, round robin. But we're we're not doing an elimination round. No, Every, all of our everybody stays. Yes, all of our opinions and thoughts are valid. So no one's going to get eliminated for being the worst. <laughs> this isn't a segment. That, this is that'd real be a talk. good segment where we have buzzers. <laughs> That's right. We should. We can incorporate that now that we're in person. We can just kind of uh, get all that going. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think. 
the, the last year has, has been difficult. And I know for me personally, I felt kind of like, oh man, it, it, if my favorite show, my favorite podcast, which hopefully for some of you, this is your favorite podcast, uh, left during this kind of intricate time where we, we, we specifically talk about those things. It's not like we're a movie podcast where we totally ignore what's happening in the world. These things are happening and they're real to all of us. It's been hard to articulate feelings and how that works with faith and life and all that kind of stuff. Because in the midst of all the changing world, there's been just personal change for me with a move and all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm glad to be back because I was, uh, and maybe I still am a little bit losing a little hope in the world. <laughs> Every time we feel like we hit a bright spot, you know, like the start and stop. I think that's the worst part. It has, there's not this like linear thing. It's just been oh, a little bit of hope. Nope. Let's take that away. And, um, it's been difficult. I think one of the hardest parts of this, um, that I've been hearing from people about is there hasn't been the normal places of respite that we've had available to us. And more often than not, the folks that you've remained connected to are family members. And some of those family members are like anti-vaxxers, pro-Trumpers, you know, these like, and, and, and so some of those family tensions have gotten exacerbated over these months. And that's really, really hard when you don't have the you know, the coffee shop or the pub to meet up with friends or even, you know, I think we've even sort of backed off of phone calling. I mean, who phone calls, right? But texting, even some social media activity as far as connecting interpersonally. So it's been, it's been really tough and I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're back in the studio putting some things together and looking forward. I want to hear from Bonnie now. I want to hear from you, Casey. This is going to be fun. Be back and forth. I I think we're in a period of tremendous creativity, and creativity comes from ashes and from destruction, as much as it comes from newness and from the energy that we see, the light that we see. So I think it's hard. It's a really really hard time. You know, Jeff, you mentioned like the starts. It's like start stop stop start stop, and it feels like that, or it feels like you have like light and darkness in the same moment. And like, how do you make sense of that? Well, we're going to have to make sense of that. And the only way to is to create something new. And that's always hard. That's always hard. And it's always the most hopeful thing that we've ever seen, at least in our lifetimes. So I'm like energized with hope and also know that it's going to be really hard. (laughs) That's kind of where I'm at. Now, if you asked me three or four months ago, you would have seen me on the couch watching Netflix, drinking wine, saying, why doesn't it, why doesn't it just all end? Like, what's the point? So I'm happy to be where I'm at in this moment. However, um, I think we all have to be graceful with each other and with ourselves because there's the start and stop, internal start and stop as well. And I think it takes massive interdependence. You know, as Rajiv was talking about, I think uh, in the midst of stress and anxiety, the very first thing we want to do is pull away, right? Uh, To sort of go into our safety zones, you know, find, find a womb with a window, you know, hide out and just observe the world from the safety of wherever we can, you know, whatever rock we can hide under. But I think that more than ever, we are being invited to show up for one another, to show up in community, 
to tell the truth of our lives and to bear witness to each other's experiences and to work towards a common good. This is sort of uh, just jumping off what Bonnie and Rajiv are saying, right? So when you're feeling that instinct to pull in on yourself and uh, drink your wine and and binge watch Netflix uh, is the very moment that you should be calling a friend and saying, you know, let's go clean up the river. Uh, let's go, let's go make some PB and J sandwiches and hand them out to the homeless folks along, you know, under the overpass, uh, because, uh, it will remind you of, of who and what we are responsible for. And that is one another. So I too, uh, come in and out of waves of grief and anxiety. But in this moment, seeing all these beautiful faces on the screen, um, I am reminded of what is most important. And that is my connection to the people who love me and whom I love and our care together for the things that we've been given to tend to. I'm just excited, excited for the ways in which we continue to work together and we can wander with those who are listening to this podcast. Beautiful, Casey. Yeah, well said. Yeah. That's a, I'm going to, take this clip and put it on loop and just listen to it when I walk out right. the doors and I don't see your faces so that next time someone cuts me off or I see some dingleberry with their Trump flag hanging out their pickup Which truck. Which is common like, here where you live now, oh Jeff. Oh my Aren't gosh, you surprised? it's so common here. <laughs> yeah. I went from the coast to this this weird little red pocket of uh, it's it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Getting used to it. Getting used it, to it. It's though. a checkerboard, man. Yeah. It really is. I was not expecting that. North and east of of Sacramento, Sacramento County, it's a real checkerboard. You know, you go midtown and a little further south, it's pretty blue. But yeah, like right around the corner, I got a full on like big old Chevy Suburban with like Q stuff written on it, wow. and like I'm like, oh my gosh. So one of the things that uh, Jose and I, my now husband, that's something new since mm-hmm. maybe oh, yeah. you all heard. Uh, uh, yes, uh, he liked it enough to put a ring on it, I guess. Uh, but uh, but <laughs> did you play one the, of the song? <laughs> did you play the song at your reception? No, but we no we didn't we didn't. But we did play Beyonce. Anyways, okay. a different song. One plus one is our mm. is our wedding song. But anyways, uh, yeah. So, but when Jose and I first started looking for houses up this way, we marked off ones immediately that had Confederate flags in their front yards or Trump flags. And then we bought this house. And then the next week, the person rolled up their damn garage and there was a Trump sign across the back of their garage. They tricked us. But that's okay. That's okay. They're great. They're we look. We've learned to work it out. You know, they just not. They just shake their heads at my new solar panels. You know, so and my mask. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the good thing now, Casey, is I'm just a freeway exit away. That's so right. I'll just pick you guys up and we'll hang out That's and right. get away from. Uh... That's right. <laughs> we all live within five miles of each other. I think. Right. Yes. Is that true? Pretty close yes. to that. Which is really amazing. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really, the maybe may the very best single thing from twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say so. I mean, I, there were surprisingly a lot. I mean, that's a good transition, Rajiv. You should you should be in, you should get into podcasting. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's definitely one of like the best things that we've done. And I think that despite everything that's happened in the world, and despite all the changes, and despite all the despair, um, there's been some bright personal moments in there too. For me, at least I know that, you know, they say that your age is from like six to eight is kind of like the most 
like growth that happens in a child and they learn the most and they grow the most physically and all that kind of stuff. And I've pretty much got to just be home with my kids during this time of growth. And it's been, you know, some days have been hard because I haven't had my space and I need that a little bit, but mostly just reflecting on it. It's been like, wow, I've got, I had to I got to see this firsthand, not just like bits and pieces. Cause I was too busy working or too, you know, doing all this other stuff. I just got to live in it. It's been pretty wonderful. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity. Not that I would, if I would go back, I wouldn't trade the pandemic for this, but that it, that I got it. It's nice. I'm trying to think if I have anything <laughs> comparable, man. I'm like, sorry, I shouldn't, I should, <laughs> shouldn't have started with the main event. There. No, no, that's good. That's good. I'm like, yeah, I pulled weeds. <laughs> Don't you love that though? Isn't that like your, your Zen? You got a hot tub. Yeah, we got a hot tub. That was a big deal. I'm like, uh, what? That was a super big deal. Mm. Yeah, but it's a hundred degrees right now. So yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> not in the front of mind. No, there've been a lot of moments yeah, for sure. There have been. A lot of moments. I think we are, are imagining life very differently in healthier ways. And that's that's been a needed transition. You know, like even even the definition of the word tired mm. has changed. Yeah. And I'm like I realize like I there are wells of resources within me that I didn't know I had before. It's like no, I don't think I can do this. I can't do one more thing. And I know parents out there, especially, you know, you, your your definitions have changed. And for me, I think the key word is like resilience. And you don't get to form resilience or know that you have the tools and the skills for resilience until something like this happens. Oh, yeah. And so now here we are facing the future with a whole new bag of tools. And that's sort of exciting. I, I do want to just a quick word of acknowledgement because I know quite a few of our listeners are parents with young children in their home who have to work outside the home or had to work inside the home pretty heftily to to make things float. Jeff being Jeff and Kat being two of those people, you know, thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for not sending your children packing. <laughs> um and and holding out some hope because it's uh I can't imagine you know our kids are in their later twenties what what it would have been like to have to do it and and to do it with so little support from the larger society I mean yeah. that's that's just it was yeah so shameful well honestly even the the small networks of support weren't coming over because and and women yeah you know they they they've really suffered a great deal because they tend to be the ones who are burdened with the work, the work outside the home, the work inside the home, the housework, all of it. And then a lot of the caregiving work yeah, is also women. Say, yep. So yeah. For elder, like aging parents. And- yeah. Or, or out of the home caregiving mm-hmm. work. So we're, you know, we're here, we're still here together. That is good news, but for sure. There's a, there's a lot of trauma and healing and rest and fun that people deserve. Yes. Right. Yeah, and and for those of you listening that are healthcare workers, especially my goodness, I can't imagine uh, what 
you've walked through. I mean, my, my, my partner, my spouse, my wife, uh, she worked in the ER for the first half of this pandemic. Uh, she wasn't a nurse or a doctor, but she was frontline administration, checking people in and, uh, she just come home exhausted. And I can't imagine, you know, on top of that, you know, those of you that are nurses and doctors also dealing with patients and, and everything. And then on top of all the horror stories I heard from from my wife about just hospital politics and all the stuff that goes in there. My hat's off to you as well. I, I, I'm sure you're still exhausted with things spiking in a lot of different areas. So thank you all. And thank you all for grocery store workers, especially y'all were my savior during this. <laughs> it was just nice to the only, the only personal connection I got was just the, the person at the checkout stand, you know, early in the morning when the store opened and um, you know, good on all of you who are standing up and not accepting to be treated the way that these corporations have been treating you and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, there's so many people to be thankful for during this time that are out of our like personal purview. And, uh, I wish there was, you know, endless resources to, to help all of them. Even with that, just actually a quick shout out to our kids who are recent college grads, undergrad grads, and, you know, zero job prospects for, you people entering the workforce, professional workforce. They worked at Target, which is, you know, it's great. I'm glad they were working, but being frontline workers in a big box store was really interesting and challenging for them. And they observed some of that corporate stuff. Um, And I, I think where they worked was better than many places, but it's hard. And so those of you new to the professional job market with certifications or degrees or whatever it's feeling for you too is there anything happy anybody have anything happy oh that we're was back. happy how is that not happy <laughs> we're back yeah we're yeah we're here we're talking we got episodes coming out we're gonna we're gonna you know take on deconstruction and reconstruction and you know yeah that that's all <laughs> living in gratitude for people that's happy i think it is it is i was just feeling tired and the protesters we can't forget the protesters right? oh my gosh right? right right who who went out in in the middle of a pandemic and said i just can't stay home any longer i see things clearly now and i we need the, the world needs to change that was really powerful to witness all throughout this pandemic I know for some of us, we're maybe new to protesting. And even though these things have been happening for a long time, it's never too late to join the movement. So welcome to all the new folks who are social justice warriors. We hope that you hear threads of that social justice (laughs) warrior-ness in this uh, podcast. Never too late to do the right thing. Amen to that. For sure. Well, I mean, I don't think we fully caught everyone up, but we're just, you know, like I said, informal, just, you know, shooting the breeze, connecting with our listeners again. So please feel free anytime right into the show. Now that we're kind of back into the flow of things there, if you've, if you've emailed the show already, don't worry, <laughs> we're, we're getting to it. We've, uh, we've had quite the unique time. Um, I don't know if for those of you that remember uh, with his last year, this time we, we came out with our uh, white supremacy and evangelicalism episode, uh, which is a great episode, but you know, we put the audio from these podcasts onto 
YouTube, just as kind of another place where people could listen if they want to. And that episode just went like through the roof out of nowhere. And we haven't even really begun to figure out how to, you know, because it's not obviously not a traditional place to listen to podcasts when it's just a static image and, and audio over it. So, you know, we got some emails from there that we're trying to figure out and all that kind of stuff. So be patient with us. Now that we're back in the swing of things, p- things are going to happen. We really do want to hear from you. Uh, for now, the best place to interact with us is Facebook, but we're, we're talking about some other ways to kind of, cause I know Facebook is problematic in ways, but it's also easy. And we all <laughs> still have to work and do jobs that pay the bills in addition to continue this work. So, you know, we're, we're, we're figuring things out as we go. And we're so thankful for those of you that have reached out during this, you know, six or seven months and just said, Hey, we miss you. When are you going to be back? When are you going to be back? And that's just, that's just amazing. Just that, that simple word with well, that simple question, when are you guys going to be back is like fuel to the tank. So thank you all so much. Uh, even if you thought it, we felt it. I guarantee it. Um, so we, we are back and we're excited to move forward. So we want to hear from you as we, we get these things going. And, uh, you know, in the early on in the pandemic, you remember we experienced, experimented with some Facebook live stuff and, you know, we're figuring out ways to do more stuff in the meantime, though, haystacks, our podcast from our esteemed colleagues, Rajiv and Bonnie, for those of you from Seventh Day Adventism, is still strong and going once a month. I have a meeting in two days with my Divine Cinema cohorts, and we're going to get that thing rolling again. Um, I just got the the news the other day that they're coming out with a God's Not Dead 4, and I have to fucking watch that movie, so... <laughs> I'm not excited about that, but it'll be fun to listen to us rant about it so that God, you don't have God's to. God's not dead for. Oh, God. So yeah. the, the messaging They're... was so ineffective in one, <laughs> two, and three. They have to do a four. No, they've got to attack. They're going after the whole, like, school thing. Like, if you watch the the trailer, they're basically like going after the whole critical race theory thing without actually naming that particular curriculum, but like parents being forced to learn. It's just more of the victim stuff. I, I just, we had, we recorded God's not dead three, like <laughs> two years ago. I think it broke us and we never released it because it just never got around to editing it and life happened and all of our, we all changed, but I just edited it like last week. It was, uh, exhausting remembering that episode. Uh, so if you don't ever want to watch those movies and you want to hear some thoughtful critique and rants about that, those kind of movies, check out divine so, cinema. It's awesome. So for this part four, Jeff, I'd like you and your co-host to go in there with a, a different title in mind. The devil's not dead. And you'll probably agree with everything. Probably. Although I think that, you know, Satanists can be fundamentalists too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, critical um, race theory. Maybe we uh, should. Maybe we'll just make a, a, a parody video or something like that. Uh, so we'll have to cleanse the palate though. I can't watch it right away. Like, I, I don't think, I, I don't think I'll be able to watch it in the, when the pandemic's still happening. Cause I'll just like, it's too much. So we'll, we'll wait and do some like good movies first. Then we'll go there. And Casey and I have been talking about some stuff and, and Casey has some ideas from some stuff that's going to be coming out to you soon. So, you know, be ready. Stuff is coming. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. We, we Casey, Casey also has this really cool Enneagram stuff. Tell us, tell us about that, Casey. 
Yeah, sure. I would love to. So uh, one of the early episodes that I did with just uh, Jeff and Alan was on the Enneagram. Uh, I'm certified to teach the Enneagram through Jerry Wagner. Over quarantine, my Enneagram classes just blew up. I've worked with licensed therapists. I've worked with churches. I've worked with staff of organizations and have been teaching the Enneagram to all sorts of people. It's been really, really cool. And so I'm hoping to eventually do uh, an Enneagram class for, for our listeners and for our churches and whoever else wants to wants me to come and teach Enneagram. So that's been really great. And yeah, Jeff and I have been talking about putting together a once-a-month podcast as well uh, called The Queerly Faithful Podcast. And so that's exciting. So there's a lot happening, all good stuff. But yeah, Enneagram has been great. It's been sort of, in some ways, a reprieve, right, uh, in the midst of the crazy, uh, because Enneagram is a good reminder of how to treat ourselves and the people we love, especially when we're in close quarters to them all the damn time, uh, with a little more grace and compassion. It's great. So we have all stuff going on. Irenicast is moving forward. We're growing. We're, we're getting out there. So um, thank you all again so much for following and liking and subscribing to the show and all that kind of stuff. And uh, thank you for sitting down with us for this kind of informal uh, rambling and, and hoping and lamenting and all the stuff uh, to try to encapsulate like, you know, six months into one, you know, half hour, 45 minute episode. So thank you so much. And don't forget to sign up for our email list. You can go to the website. There'll be a link in the show notes. Get on that email list. We're really going to to push that because it's the best way we can get to you all the stuff that's happening. And obviously continue to listen to the show, tell others. And, you know, this will kind of be unpacked as we kind of go through and get some of other stuff going, but we are a, a nonprofit. You know, we started a nonprofit when we all got together called a city that covers I intersections and the podcast and other work that we're doing and related to, to helping and reaching out to those of you that have come from fundamentalists and, uh, you know, conservative backgrounds and are, are looking for a new spirituality within the tradition that you were given. You know, we have a lot of work going. So if you would ever like to donate to that cause, you can do that at irenicast.com slash PayPal. Uh, we're always accepting donations. You can one-time gift, regular gift, all that kind of stuff. So we have a lot of stuff coming and, uh, we're so thankful for your support in whatever way that you have been showing it so yeah for for this week for the official end of this hiatus for my renicast i'm jeff i'm bonnie i'm casey and this is rajiv thanks for joining the conversation 